When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. And a Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. From Mackie Claus, Dexy Claus, and Judley Claus. Judd, it's crazy. It's, cr- it's Christmas, and you're still in the Vikings press box. You've uh, been there I, for 24 hours. You know what? What's happening? Because I'm at home here. Because I'm <laughs> at home here, and I'm it's waiting just for empty. my presents. Where is Santa Claus? I thought, sure, he would show up with an array of presents. Is the there Vikings. a chimney inside U.S. Bank Stadium? or does It, it must be tough because does he just dangle from the, like the top? He breaks through the glass because he didn't see it. He's like <laughs> a bird. No, he didn't identify it, and the reindeer got confused and just went right through the glass. It's like the bird's mess. Oh, man. Yeah, currently Rudolph is in the ICU. Bleeding Blitzen nose. didn't make it, unfortunately. Oh, we we tried. We did a lot of work. I'm sorry. We were like blitzing. <laughs> Actually, uh, the Giants did a lot of blitzing uh, in that game on Saturday, and it uh, it worked for a while. But in the end, old old Kirky boy, right. Kirky McClutcherton, Mister Fourth Quarter Comeback, ties the NFL record. We'll get to we'll get to all of that. It uh, if you missed it's but- a joke. It did. It, li- it literally started as us trying to encourage him. Can we do this once in a while? And now he's doing it more than pretty much any quarterback that's ever walked the face of the earth. Uh, Purple Daily is daily Vikings entertainment. Yes, even on holidays. And uh, we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. The show is presented by our friends in part at TCL. Redefine creativity with the TCL 30V 5G smartphone. Enjoy blazing fast 5G speed, an AI-powered 50-megapixel triple camera system. Mm. That's a lot of megapixels. Love it. Ultra-realistic and true-to-life visuals powered by Next Vision and booming sound from the dual speakers. Learn more at TCL.com. Our hottest Vikings takes and our pie chart of praise momentarily. But, uh, Judd, what are you going to be sipping on throughout this holiday week? Let me guess. Surly? You know what? It's not... Here's my biggest regret about not going home on Christmas Day because I should have gone home and I feel bad. My biggest regret is that I can't drink Furious in the press box mm. here. It's not professional. But, well, I mean, who's to say that drinking a Furious is not the height of, of being a professional or a before I die or a logic bomb? Whatever it is, Surly is the beer of choice on the Christmas table, New Year's Eve table, New Year's Day table. I could keep going to the 4th of July because <laughs> if it involves Surly, it's going to be good. It is the best draft choice a team can make. Forget Justin Jefferson, Randy Moss, or anyone else. Surly, that's the beer. Amen. Amen. All right. Let's fire up, as we usually do, recapping each Vikings game, our hottest Vikings takes. 
and I will step up to the tee first here. Okay. Breakfast ball. I don't think I'm going to need a breakfast ball for oh. this one. You guys tell me. Piping, huh? We've danced around this. We've debated this. We've we've talked about what would he need to do to do this or this. And my hottest Vikings take is, as of right now, December 25th, 2022, the debate is already over. It's already over. Justin Jefferson is the greatest wide receiver in Minnesota Vikings history. Not will be, not could be. Justin Jefferson is the greatest wide receiver in Vikings history. He's 23 years old. We're only three years into this thing. I have seen enough. I am calling the fight. Randy Moss. So you need to I, I am no in more? Randy Moss. I am throwing in the white towel on behalf of Randy Moss's corner. So you you don't need more. Like like you. Don't I do need not to need to see anything more. Season or so. Okay. I do not. Wow. And let me ex- let me explain here because I know All that. Right. Okay. And 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 this isn't just like as you can see with the sprinkling of gray in my beard. Okay. I wasn't born after the Randy Moss era. It's not like. You know, I, I didn't get to see the purple people leaders. And so when I think of the best Vikings defensive players, I think of John Randall before I think of guys that I didn't see before I was born. And that can be a flaw sometimes as a fan mm-hmm. where you st- it's recency bias, right? No, I was in high school when Randy Moss was still a Viking. When Randy Moss was traded, I was like a, I was a, a freshman in college. So I definitely like as a kid and a young adult, I watched the Randy Moss Vikings era. Right. Randy Moss threw a harder fastball. Randy Moss had the bigger haymaker knockout punch, but Randy Moss was not a better pitcher, and he was not a better boxer than Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson's a better route runner. He's a more reliable pass catcher just in terms of, like, not dropping passes. He has a more versatile route tree, Yep, and he is now surpassing Randy Moss's yardage records without needing the 17th game. Oh, but it's a 17-game season. It is. He just passed it in the 15th game. Yeah. The only thing Randy Moss has over Justin Jefferson is home run, big play down the field potential, which is a huge thing, and it should weigh a lot. It's like Mike Mike Tyson had a knockout punch. Yep. But there were other boxers that that they could take it 12 rounds if they needed to with stamina. They could knock you out. They could win on points. So to me, Justin Jefferson is the more versatile pitcher. He's the more versatile, better overall boxer, and he's the more versatile, better overall wide receiver. I have seen enough. Fight mm-hmm. me. Fight me. Let's talk through this. Yeah. Um, so Randy Moss. So here's here's what Moss has on JJ, and it's not JJ's fault. Uh, because of when Moss came in the league and how he was used upon arrival by, uh, by Green in 98, we've talked about this before. He essentially changed the game. So, like, it became, I think it went from, yeah, passing is really cool. And there were some, you know, there were certainly receivers before Moss who were outstanding. But the high-wire circus act that Moss did uh, changed thinking. I think the league looked at it and said, holy shikes, we got to have more of this. How, how do we make the rules? So, Moss gets credit for changing the game. But where I agree with your point is this. Justin Jefferson is Chris Carter and Moss combined. And that's where Moss wasn't. Um, like the, there's no three deep here, folks. There's no three deep. You literally, whenever anything, can, you know, if you back in the day, if Cunningham was trying to complete, you know, a 15 yard pass, that went to CC. And if he's going deep down the field, that went to Randy. And every once in a while, Jake Reed would come in. Three <laughs> deep was a legitimate thing. 
Yeah. There's there is a one deep here and it's one guy. And again, I think part of the reason as as we uh discussed on Ventline yesterday, part of the reason why the Vikings are such an anomaly and such a weird team and it's like they shouldn't be this good is outside of quarterbacks, I don't think the advanced metrics world has a way to actually calculate the value of a guy who changes games instantly. And Jefferson did. That last drive um of, of which then Greg, the, the leg came in and kicked a 61-yard field goal. That last drive wasn't luck. That was two incredible plays with Cousins making throws to Jefferson. So let, that's not like, well, that was dumb luck. Um, so I know why some people will always side with Moss. That being said, yes, this is one of the most incredible seasons I, I have seen, and I think you're right. This isn't a perfect comparison. But I'm going to take this to baseball for a second here because Phil's talking about peak greatness. Peak greatness, right? So Randy Moss between, what, 98? And I know through 2007 was really good, but there was a couple years where he just, uh, in Oakland, was kind of a wash. He was injured a few years in Minnesota, but there was peak peakness there, right? Johan Santana with the Twins from 2004 to 2010, or 2009 with the Mets and Twins, was one of the best pitchers in baseball, right? I mean, multiple Cy Youngs, clear and far away, the best pitcher in baseball. What Shohei Otani has done in a short amount of time, 20, 2020 to 2022, it's a shorter period of dominance, but what as he has done is that greater than what Johan Santana did in his peak, in his run of six years where he run like See, four I, I would fight you on this a little because I think Johan Santana's peak is like Hall of Fame peak, and he's getting sure. snubbed. But, yeah, I think like what you're – I agree generally that – Randy, for for Justin Jefferson to really take this mantle from Randy Moss, from most fans, he's going to have to do it for, like, seven or eight years. Otherwise, like, it's just going to be a hot take for the next four or five. Don't but forget. I'm ready to say it right too, now. Though, Phil, to your point, though, don't forget, it's very important that we, if we're going to go back and say that, so if you are going to say Moss is the greatest, don't forget the pain in the ass that he could be on and off the field including the whole thing about yeah, basically i, I, I play when i want to play i play when i want to play wasn't yeah. bs like he he wasn't being cute he was he was serious about that and then you go back on film and show me how many times have you seen jefferson take plays off i think i think judd's comparison of combining carter and moss i think that is accurate because like carter's was all about hands and route running right just just so elite at both Dry those line. things and JJ is also super elite at both those things and has yes. big playability. Maybe not to the degree Moss did because he changed the game, but it is a superhuman of those two, if you will. You yeah, know what the other wrong. crazy thing is? Like, if you just take Randy, forget about the, the the trash Oakland years that Declan referenced and, like, him at the end of his career losing some of that straight line speed. If you just take Randy Moss's Vikings career, seven years, 15.9 yards per reception. Jefferson... 15.1 yards per reception. So even with Randy Moss being the better deep threat, the better straight line speed explosive receiver, in terms of like the actual yards per catch, it's basically even between him and Je- and Jefferson's doing it through nuanced route running and yards after the catch. Moss is just blowing you away and, you know, mossing yeah. people down the field. So, yep. so there you go. That's my hottest take. That's an extremely hot take. I think that there are some longtime Moss fans who will object, but yeah. in watching Jefferson every week, it's really hard to debate that. Like, it's really hard to say, no, you're wrong. 
Moss um, never had a 1,700-yard season, and Jefferson has one in 15 is, weeks. 15 weeks. Yes. And he and, and the thing, too, is, I mean, teams are putting together entire game plans to stop this kid, and they can't because he can do yeah. everything. If Jefferson were a one-trick guy, so if he were, let's just say, a deep threat, right, then the shell would actually, and, and this is what we debated last year, the shell defensive coverage would often eliminate him. The problem is you don't know where he's going. I mean, I, I am in awe. It is great to watch. Um, all right, here's mine. I've been I've been wondering about this for a few weeks now, but on on Saturday afternoon, this I think can be said with complete confidence. TJ Hawkinson has completely replaced Thielen as the second most important receiver on this team and i'm gonna combine a hot take with a hot take adam thielen will not be back next year unless he takes a significant pay cut wow wow he can't wow. He, it's like it's like a hot take rolled into reckless speculation say, i needed like, a wrap there i needed the yes. second piece to yes. get that full hot take well, I, you know what I does it qualify that does that does. qualify the okay. second part I, 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 the first part i wouldn't say it's a hot take the second part is the second part is that's what right, creates this mean, whole sandwich here but I'm, but I, but I'm not saying that that previous to now I've been like okay Hawkinson's important uh, he's playing a tight end and he's basically playing that that role go back and watch the routes he ran on Saturday he ain't running tight end routes he's running Thielen's routes hey what happened the touchdown Real quick. catch the second one that's Thielen's route what happened on the there was a play down the field it was like it was the fourth down play and Kirk threw a ball up for grabs down the right sideline and Jefferson and Thielen ran to the same spot. That was a very odd fourth down yeah. call. Fourth and, and two. I didn't well, but no, 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 no. It was, I agree, like, I would have run the ball or call. something shorter. Yeah. But, yeah. but it wasn't, the route, the route, there was, if it was one route, it would have been a touchdown, it looked like. But two routes converged into one and brought another defender over there. Yeah. And so what, what I'm saying is, Thielen thumped his chest afterwards, but looked at Jefferson, but then Jefferson like, said it was my fault. And then KOC went and talked to Thielen on the sidelines yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Who's, was it Thielen's Thielen. fault? It was judging, judging by the interaction yeah. of Thielen going to JJ and then the cameras. I don't know if you saw Judd on the TV, but on the TV broadcast, it was KOC and, and basically saying, like, dude, th- this was on you. And I think it was on the pie chart, if you will, of that mistake. Biggest yeah. chunk goes to Thielen. Yep. So he said, hey, this is on you. We still love you, but you're probably not going to be on the team next year. But enjoy the rest of the yes, game. Yes, exactly. You're going to have to take a huge pay cut. Huge pay cut. But <laughs> Hawk caught 13 passes, 109 yards, and two touchdowns. He ran routes that are Thielen's routes. I'm telling you, the transition now is basically complete. Um, and, and I know as difficult as this is going to be, there is no way that you're going to bring Thielen back unless he takes a substantial pay cut. I don't see it happening. Yeah, in terms of just, like, weapons that you're probably afraid of as an opposing defense, right? Jefferson, one, two, three, four, five. Hawkinson as just this big, athletic, reliable set of hands that can yes. that can provide mismatches on opposing team linebackers, right? Correct. And then I think K.J. Osborne, it's tough because Thielen's a more nuanced, better route runner, and we know what he can do if he gets open in the red zone. But I think Osborne's someone you have to account for going off for 170 yards like he did against the Colts more than like Thielen doesn't have that game in him anymore. I don't think can't run. Yeah. It's tough. He can't run in on, on the pass that got, uh, that initially looked like it was picked 
and and then it turned out that the ball had slightly come ajar. Thielen, part of that pass play is Thielen can't get to that spot now. Like, like he was literally not in a spot. Like, I think Kirk made a decent throw there, but, like, that's a timing route where you have to be at that spot at that second, right? And, yeah. like, go back and watch it. He's trailing it. Of, and, look, this guy has given his body. I am not saying it, it's like I know exactly why he's broken down, but you can't fix that. And they're trying to give him, I think, at least one day a week off in practice now. They're trying lots of things. But I think today, or I should say Saturday, was an acknowledgement that, look, first option, Justin. Second, the Hawk. Real quick, one more thing on Thielen here. Remember, to start the 2018 season, he had eight consecutive 100-yard games. So four years ago, eight consecutive 100-yard games. Yep. And then defenses kind of neutralized him, and he wasn't being targeted nearly as much. The rest of the year, it was something like Kirk kind of moved off him, but it was, I think it was an NFL record, maybe. It was, it flirted with one. Mm-hmm. Over the last four years, Thielen has a combined five 100 yards, uh, yard games. His last 100 yard game was week six of 2021. So he just doesn't really have that game. It's not really part of his thing anymore. He's not he's not a threat to go off for a buck thirty like he was four or five years ago. So all right, Declan. This might be victory lap time for uh for Declan here. What is your hottest take? Tread lightly, be careful. All right, my hottest take. There's no other kicker I wanted up more than Greg Joseph to boot a sixty one yard field goal. Justin Tucker comes knocking. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Keep naming him. Doesn't this matter. Ridiculous. This is Doesn't a ridiculous matter. violation of the hottest take, but we're going to allow it's it not, because yeah, exactly. he booted a 61-yarder. So. Exactly. Don't tell hasn't, me. Hasn't missed a field goal in his last 13 tries. And all <laughs> this talk, all this stuff about, hey, the missed extra points. Oh I'm sorry. Have any of those games he has missed an extra point resulted in a Vikings loss? Oh, my God. Fact-checked. It hasn't. It okay. hasn't resulted in okay, a guy. loss. Okay, guy. Oh, my. And oh my if we God. go on, back. Guy. To the Buffalo game. If he misses that, if he makes that extra point, the Vikings play conservative. Greg Joseph goes (laughs) up there, boots this 61-yarder through the uprights. Old Dex tweets most validating sports take that he has ever experienced in his young sports broadcasting career. And I will be doing doing with Donald and Blitzen and Rudolph, all of them, for the validation that took place when the Vikings beat how are you going to explain this after a playoff game now if it goes wide left? Well, there uh, good thing I have a multi-year contract, not a one-year contract. So I'm I'm sitting <laughs> pretty, like, I'm sitting Declan, pretty Declan's Declan's locked in longer than uh Zadarius Smith at Scorn yeah, Art. So he's, Joseph, he's good. I'm doing um, all right. Well, all right. this is I mean, he he came into the game making eight consecutive kicks. And I think he made all of his kicks in this game too, right? There was no rogue mixed extra point. And uh, and the, and the sixty-one yarder is a Vikings record too. Haven't we had like five sixty-yard field goals in the last year or two made against the Vikings alone? Or yes. this year it's like this four year. this year alone. This year, and finally they got one of yes. their own. Yeah. So although I do side a little bit with Judd here, I would uh, definitely definitely celebrate what happened and the reemergence of Greg the Leg. Tone it down a little bit. But I think based on Vikings playoff kicking history, we should sleep with one eye open a little bit. Yep, exactly right. Just a little bit. It's like a mob head in kicking. 
You never know when it's coming. Nancy Kerrigan, there's gonna be someone with a, just a you're, lead pipe ready to. You're gonna wake up with a foot, but a you. horse in my bed. Yeah. Instead of a horse, it's gonna be a foot. It's gonna be a, the loot grows a toe. Well, I know. Uh, do they have kickers on uh, underdog? They do. You can, can you take. can you can you put the over out on uh you can on Greg the leg okay you can, you can take you can put my I can put my money where my mouth is on kickers they have extra points sometimes they have field goals on kickers as well mm. there, there's plenty of mixed sports options on underdog fantasy which is the best and easiest way to play fantasy sports uh, they have mixed sports entries as well once PGA starts back up old deck suites is going to be excited for that one fantasy football drafts have also started underdog fantasy so you can draft a roster for the playoffs over at underdog fantasy and when you join with promo code score s-k-o-r they'll match your first deposit up to 100 bucks go join underdog fantasy and download the underdog fantasy app uh shout out to our friends at federated mutual insurance company here over the holidays they've been helping business owners for over a hundred years they specialize in risk management basically they specialize in being an offensive line for your business folks they provide a guiding hand for countless businesses in the state of minnesota and beyond and so you can check them out. You can find out who your uh, your marketing partner or rep would be. And you can find a full list of industries that they specialize in at federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. And Judd, um, you know, don't try and take on anything that you're not comfortable with around the house, especially involving electricity. Yeah, Just don't do that. Call our friends at Finch Home Solutions. Exactly right, because they will come to your house and they will solve your problems because guess what? Electrical issues around your home are not DIY things, okay? You you can fix doors, you can fix uh, you can fix lots of things, but when it comes to, to the electronics of life, Finch is the way to go. You know what? Like for instance here, flickering lights. Flickering lights are a problem. Don't try and fix that. Call Finch and most importantly, don't wait until something goes wrong. In fact, Finch is offering right now a free home safety inspection to all of our listeners and be sure to tell them that you heard about Finch on Score North because there are special deals just for you. So say Sports Dad told me to call you and guess what? I did. 612-357-2604 finchhomesolutions.com finchhomesolutions.com they will solve your problems. They will do it safely and you will be glad you checked them out at finchhomesolutions.com. Now on Mackie and John. If you wanted better charts that you could see the fine print on. The pie chart of praise. You should be singing his praises. The Rock knows how you feel about pie. It's the rotating pie chart throughout the season here. Whenever the Vikings lose, we give you a pie chart of blame, which has only happened three times so far. Mm-hmm. When the Vikings win, which has now happened 12 times, it's a pie chart of praise. And Chef Dex has been. The Rock knows how you feel about He's pie. In the kitchen here. Uh, I'm guessing it's just one slice to Greg Joseph. Uh, shockingly, not. Uh, it is not. Um, you know, this is actually what I would like to call Phil and Judd the uh, the instant pot pie chart of praise. You know, I, I have uh, you know sh- shameless plug Declan here for Ninja Foodie. It has m- like multiple different options. This is where like you throw in the instant pot pie, instant pot pie here of the pie chart of praise. So um, four slices of pie in the instant pot pie chart of praise for the Vikings. Okay. Okay. Let's start from the bottom here. Let's go 10%. 10% chunk of pie to the Vikings defense. Now, you might say Vikings defense here. I know the the end of Saquon Barkley run that, that tied the game, 59 seconds, not exactly a good timely stop by the Minnesota Vikings and, and kind of an ugly spot there, but mostly some timely interceptions. They also still were able to hold the, uh, hold the Giants down for the most part. I thought the Giants self-sabotaged themselves a few times, but to be honest, there were some tweaks. I saw moments today where Daniil Hunter – 
and Zedarius Smith moved inside. There was cornerback blitzes. The Duke of Shelley has risen from the dead and has somehow become one of the better cornerbacks in the NFC the last few weeks. 10%, a small slice of praise for the Vikings defense. 10% of my pie chart. Okay, you mentioned corner blitzes. Did you guys see Patrick Peterson come off the edge for, was it a sack? Or did he just, he just derailed? Nope, it was a sack. In, so in fact, he, 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 had just, he had just made a mistake in coverage, and they stuck him on the right end and blitzed him, and he jumped up and sacked Jones. It's funny because they didn't give him a sack in the in the old box score, oh, but he, he definitely he definitely derailed. Maybe yeah, but he derailed the play. So I looked it up in the moment. Hmm. Patrick Peterson that was only his second corner blitz of the entire season. So they're oh, they're they're busting out some tricks here late in the year, and I I kind of love this though. Like, one of the conversations that uh, apparently was had per Mark Schlereth, who loves football. Oh. Mark Schlereth was just slobbering and salivating for three hours. It was glorious. And he said on the Fox broadcast that Kevin O'Connell met with Ed Donatel recently and said, hey, here's how I would attack your defense if I was scheming against it. You need to be less predictable. Mm -hmm. And so coming out of that meeting, okay, what's, what's something that could be unpredictable? I don't know. How about sending Patrick Peterson on a corner blitz, which we have done once all year. I kind of like Why do that. you have to tell your DC that? I know. It's, yeah. I mean, I don't mean to rain on the parade of Christmas Day. Why do you got to tell your DC, hey, why don't you stop being so predictable? Yeah. Hey, if if uh, if YouTubers are doing 30-minute breakdowns, right. savaging how predictable no, your scheme is, guys who never played in the NFL or anything, then no, no, fix it. probably means you're predictable. But all right. that was an interesting nugget that I don't think has been reported. So Schlereth clearly got some information in the production meetings and dug a little bit deeper on what exactly was talked about between KOC and Donatel, I'm, I'm guessing, before the Colts game. So, All right, so that's the first slice of the defense. The Rock right. knows how you feel about pie. Three more slices of pie here, this Christmas pie. And all three of these pieces, gentlemen, are the same amount. The same amount on, on, on this pie here. So 30%. Let's start here. 30% to TJ Hawkinson. TJ Hawkinson, the state of Hawk, Kirill Kaprizov blowing the Gallahorn, and of course, TJ Hawkinson has a humongous day in front of Kirill. Catches Hawk. two touchdowns. Shameless self-plug. That's a touchdown for old Dex tweets on write that down. That's a good one. That's a good one. 13 receptions, a buck nine, a buck oh nine receiving yards. He had 16 targets today. A big day for for TJ Hawkinson. This is why you traded for him. I'm not going to say that this trade completely makes up for Quasi's first draft being kind of a miss so far, but man, it does it does show that he had an aggressive uh, form to go after something that this Vikings offense clearly needed. And TJ Hawkinson, to Judd's hottest take as well, has clearly morphed into the second best option for Kirk Cousins here, and it's huge. You got this guy under contract for a little bit. You'll probably lock him up long term. Team control. TJ Hawkinson. 30% on the pie chart. He's under team control. The, 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 twins control. Love it. the twins love the twins, it. Yeah. The twins want him. Yeah, 13 catches, and his long was 16. So it was just jab, jab, jab from Hawkinson. He just owns that little 6-12 to 12 yard range. That second touchdown catch, though, I mean, two two defenders right there, that's an incredible yes. catch. Hey, Judd, did you nail the final score in our purple picks? Did You, did, you, said, they would, you said the Vikings would win by three that you would take the Giants to cover the four, but that the yep. Vikings would win by three, and I think you said 27-24. Uh, I'll check. Keep going, and I will I will check and see if I did, because that sounds very close to what I said. You, I know you said that you would take the Giants to cover the four and that the Vikings would win a close game by three. No, with like I a said game 24-21. Winning. 
Okay. It's a 24 21. Mm-hmm. So I, I said by three. Pretty good, though. It's pretty good. Nice. Okay. All right. Second piece of the 30 percenters on this uh, pie chart of praise Justin Jefferson. Uh, still JJ with a humongous day. It's weird because he he has the the big screen pass uh, screen pass that sets up the game winning field goal, and of course the touchdown that we thought was the dagger. But it's just he quietly sometimes just puts up these monster games where yeah he has a tw- his long reception was twenty five yards, but he still puts up one hundred and thirty three yards on twelve catches, sixteen targets, thirty two targets between both these guys in Justin Jefferson and TJ Hawkins. This is exactly what you want to see, right? Obviously, K.J. Osborne has a career day yesterday. He has four targets. Adam Thielen had five targets, but only one reception. It is clear that Justin Jefferson and T.J. Hawkinson are the number two options for Kirk Cousins, one and two in this offense. And J.J. sets the tone for that and now makes things easier for T.J. Hawkinson to capitalize on. So 30% to Justin Jefferson for a 12-catch, 133-yard game, and a touchdown as well. Judd, I think there was a time in our football-watching lives where we would have said, Holy crap, 12 catches for 133 yards for a wide receiver? That's ridiculous. And now it's like his average game, right? He just kind of does that every week. It's it's also, in his case, a volume game. Like, think about, I, I can go through, and I'm not, uh, I'm not assessing blame to Jefferson, but I can go through the balls he didn't catch. That that sort of weird pass from oh, Kirk. Here we go. All right, Mister Negative. No, but I'm. Oh, no, you're a hater. No, but I'm saying it's such a volume thing because he's that good. You just keep going to, you you don't say you know what Jefferson didn't catch that last one. We're gonna bail and go to KJ. You just say you know what we're gonna keep. We we are going to literally continue to feed him the football, and nobody says that's a bad idea. You basically went deep to him on fourth and two, which I didn't and, love the play call. But, I mean, it shows, again, it shows the volume game in play. And I think it would have worked. I mean, they showed that replay, and if Thielen's defender hadn't come over into the picture. That's a really interesting I point. think he's free for a touch. I think it was a touchdown. Wow. They may have schemed a touchdown on that play. And Thielen, but in general, in general, it is a little perplexing how often they just empty yeah. the backfield on, like, third and fourth and short and try and throw the ball down the field. It's like, okay, there must so, be something telling them that those plays are there, but. So who gets the last uh, piece of pie in the deck? It's got to be, it's got to be him. Thirty percent to the Vikings special teams. Oh, wow. to the Vikings special Locks. teams. No. Oh, you you, you didn't Locks. see Josh that little Metallus. extra bite in no. that pie, huh? No, I did. I little, did see that coming. That's a good. Little, one. little deck tweet special ingredient on that last mm-hmm. piece of pie, huh? Thirty percent pie chart of praise to the Vikings see. special Thanks. teams. Matt Daniels had a pretty horrible game last week. Obviously, the Vikings special teams was awful in terms of expected points added. That result won't trickle in until a few days. But obviously, the block punt was huge. Ryan Wright had a hu- had humongous boots today. Uh, Greg Joseph, it goes without said, a 61-yard field goal, but also three for three on extra points, two for two on field goals. He was perfect. He was money. 30%. Sometimes special teams can play a humongous factor. We sometimes can overlook it but it deserves a gigantic piece in the pie chart of praise. So 30% to the special team. So 10% to defense, 30% to TJ Hawkinson, 30% to Justin Jefferson, and 30% to special teams. That is my pie chart of praise. The Rock knows how you feel about pie. Nice job. I got to give Christmas Jefferson pie. a little bit more. I got to give Jefferson a 40% slice. But besides that, yes. I think you know, you know, Kirk was not that good. No. Kirk would, Kirk would dis- well, he, again, though, he, would, he was pretty terrible in the first half, but to come back like that and throw the daggers that you need to. Yeah. I could argue a 5 or 10% slice for Kirk, but I think even Kirk would tell you, you know what, I've had a lot of pie this year, guys. Yeah. Let's yeah. share it with Ryan Wright. 
Ryan Wright is like, I can't get another pie. Hey, is that a surly over there? Really, Ryan Wright is is sounds like the Cookie Monster. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like Billy Kilmer. He's huge. He's like an old school football player. I love it, man. He's he's great. Listen, I'm not criticizing him. Um, like. Actually, th- that's the noise that Maya and Stella and uh, hopefully Vinny at some point make when they eat Nutrisource. So Nutrisource is the official dog food of Mackie and Judd and Purple Daily. And Maya is about to have a giant scoop of holiday oh. Nutrisource. She's very excited. Uh, and it keeps her gut and digestive health regular, which is a big staple of Nutrisource foods. Mm-hmm. And Stella's about 12, so she says, you know what? I love I love uh, breakfast and and uh dinner but you know what i really love dad pop pop i love those the uh, training rewards treats because when i come in up after a cold uh, and look there's the birthday oh, boy, Vinny, boy. And he would love it too because you know what those treats healthy it makes them happy and it's delicious so in other words when it comes to nutrisource you can't go wrong who's a good boy Amazing. All right. Well, Merry Christmas to all of the listeners and viewers and to you guys. It's been a blast doing the show with you guys this season. Just one of the craziest, most memorable seasons. I, I, I skimped. I lost my Christmas, my Santa. I used hat. to have one. I know. Yeah, it happened, man. Just like, I, I think I just forgot to bring it to Seattle. to bring it to Seattle, but I had it last year. So yeah, what yeah, it had to be in Seattle. Mm. It's somewhere. I'll go look for you. Oh, we'll go. Uh, we'll go look for it. But appreciate all of you. Thank you for hanging out with us on your holiday here and uh we're, we we do have kind of a combination of original purple daily shows throughout the week and some fun goodies from the vault that we'll sprinkle into the youtube channel and the uh the podcast feed this week and we'll be back at you for vikings vent line again after vikings packers mm-hmm. next weekend merry christmas happy holidays and school 95 percent of uber eats orders are on time which is great because when i want my spicy shrimp pad thai i want it on time because, baby, there's no time like the present, especially when it's Pad Thai related. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. On time, Pad Thai, baby. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at nine ninety nine each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimums apply.